Hello, rap fans. Welcome to another Rahalastapa. Um, people in the chat room saying it's buffering. Let me know, Chris, if that's a problem. Uh, and Terry, let me know if it's a problem as well. Um, hope you're all very well. Welcome to Twitch of Fun. I don't know, it's about episode 89 or something, is it? I don't know. Look it up. Um, let me know if the quality of the recording is too bad. And uh, I will uh, start again. I have had some problems with my internet, but it should be all right because we're uh, wired in to the wall via a very special device that should make it work. Um, we've managed to, uh, the Victorian ghost child has once again, did I say Rahalastapa? Welcome to Twitch of Fun. Um, uh, you know, I'm very old and confused. I've, I've had personal training today and uh, very tired. And, you know, I'm thinking, you know, lockdown isn't coming back, is it? I've just been waiting for lockdown. We've all been hoping for it. But, um, you know, it's not come back. And this, you know, feels like something that should really be in a lockdown. So if you can, if you're a big fan and you love the show, you want it to carry on, I can only suggest if you get work in some kind of laboratory, leave the door open, you know, cut your... You'd especially put your fingers through that polythene stuff and then cut the cut your finger on a something. Um, but uh, I'm not really getting much else done except podcasts at the moment, and I'm wondering about uh, maybe for the summer we'll have a little break over the summer and consider uh, our position. We'll see. Uh, but before we do that, I will miss. I would miss doing this. So you know, you never know what will happen. But uh, it's. Uh, it's eating into my life. And, you know, some people are worried for my mental health because I'm spending a lot of time talking to puppets up here. They don't understand the puppets are alive and they're my best friends. Some of them, and some of them I don't like so much. Um, oh, look at this, Josh VC. Look, this is what I love. I mean, I love to see it, but I obviously don't love to see it. I was gone up. But someone who's saying they listened to uh, Can I Have My Ball Back and went in for an ultrasound and now and are now a member of the One Ball Club. I, I hope it's... I mean, I don't hope. I assume it's because, you know, they found something wrong with the testicle. I hope people aren't trying to emulate me just by taking one ball off. Because we'll see how good I look, you know. I look good in a pair of Speedos with my one ball. And so a lot of guys think, uh, look, get a bit of that Richard Herring action. He's always got the, the chicks all around him, the old birds... Uh, all on him and stuff, flapping around. I love some birds, but their beaks pecking at his face. So uh, don't do it unless you've got, uh, if they find out you've got cancer. But it's, uh, you know, it's not something that makes me happy that other people have testicular cancer. But it's a nice little offshoot of what I've done and what's happened to me that it's helped other people discover in time. That they may have an issue, um, and it's true. Rich Hang fans don't tend to use their testicles anyway, so you know half of nothing is still nothing, isn't it? If you take half of something that's not used, is still still nothing. Um, Bethany had one ball put in, so she can match you. Thank you very much. Uh, what if we don't have ball cancer? Will you still sign our balls? Says Video Phone Three Thousand. I don't understand what you're talking about. Um, no, I won't do that. Uh, anyway, we have. Um, we have uh, someone from last week has come back and uh, 
the Ian Twitch has asked them to, it's a bit like when um, what's his face Bacon Richard Bacon took cocaine uh, in, during an episode of Blue Peter it's unbelievable that that thing happened now that they were back in the day they were just snorting coke on kids TV uh, but a character is, if we want to carry on with the show at all uh, this character has to make an apology for their behaviour last week so um, hopefully here they are Hello, Richard is me, Henry Hippo. Is it Henry Hippo or Henry the Hippo? I don't remember, Richard. I do not know that all I know is I have a magic scarf. I answer to either, is the answer. Okay. I have a magic scarf. Oh, look at it. Oh, what kind of magic can it do? What kind of magic can't it do? That's the question I would ask you, Richard. Yeah, and what I'm asking is what can... What kind of magic can it do? What kind of magic can't it do? That's that's my response. Look, I've been asked to come on by Ian Twitch to say, I'm very sorry, last week off the top of my head, in the excitement I veered away from the very tightly, it's very tightly scripted, the show is very tightly scripted, and I veered away from the script and came up with an idea of my own, a catchphrase, if you will, uh, a lot of people found it sexist in this day and age. I don't know why. I thought it was a celebration of the artefacts I mentioned. I said I liked them. I didn't say they were bad. No, don't go. Don't say it. I'm not going to say it, Richard. I knew. And I have promised. I signed an affidavit with Ian Twitch and Richard as a witness to say I will never say this abhorrent catchphrase ever again because it, I know it offended a lot of people. <laughs> You laughing while you say no? I know it offended a lot of people. A lot of people thought it was sexist, as I say. It is not. I mean, it wasn't sexist. It's just childish, and you know, we don't want it. I'm trying to do a serious news satirical show here, if anything, if there's any comedy in it. And it was just a bit broad, and yeah, old-fashioned, I suppose. I don't think it's sexist to mention those things, but it's, but it's, it, uh, you know, it makes. I would think it, if any woman were to watch this. Well, that's unlikely. Bethany's watching it. Yeah. I mean, you know, some people in the chat room are claiming to be win, Richard. I don't know if you've been on the internet before, but uh, that can happen. Um, if any women were to accidentally watch this, I think it, that it might offend the sensibility. So I'm glad you've apologised, yes. And there's one more thing I'd like to add to my apology. Uh, please do. You know, I mean, you've said enough probably, but yeah, if you have something else... Just one, there's one more thing I think I should say. Yeah, so we'll go, on, go ahead and say it, and then we can put this behind us and we can get on to, you know, your adventures with your magic scarf, how that happens. Yeah, it's just one, there's just one thing, there's one thing I want to say, Richard. Yeah, what, what is it? What's the thing you want to say? It's big waddling doobies, big waddling doobies. Is it wobbling or wobbly? Wobbling, big wobbling doobies, they're wobbling all around. And they're big, and I love them. Oh, I love to look at the big goblin boobies, Richard. And the small ones, the big ones, the wobbly ones. They're the best ones. Oh, the goblin boobies. You're going to get us taken off the air. <coughs> we'll have to do another apology next week. Uh, Henry the Hippo. Henry Hippo. Can't remember. Yeah, I can't remember. He can't remember. Let's crack on with uh, the satire. We've. I think uh, hopefully we can edit that before it goes out. Yeah, but uh, can we can we edit, edit that? Terry? Yeah, no problem. We can edit that out through the broadcast. That's something. So all of this bit, obviously, edit yourself out. Well. Yeah, I take myself out. Uh, the scene is going well, Richard. Just don't worry. It was good. You got the anthology. 
Or you could just cut off before the big wobbling boobies. Yeah, but don't you say it as well. They can't hear me. I'm just, I'm in your ear. Okay, that's fine. And, uh, yeah, okay. So, shall we just crack up? Just, yeah, so, like, just cut. And then splice it back in. I'll put a little sting in or something. It should all be fine. Okay, great. Uh, so, that was uh, Henry Hippo there. Heartfelt apology. And I hope uh, Ian Twitch feels uh, better about uh, everything and lets us carry on. Let's have a look and see what's going on in the news today. Uh, the FBI charged a man who stole Dorothy the Wizard of Oz's slippers. They're worth $430 million or something. And um, he stole them. But how did he get caught? Because, you know, he had the perfect means of escape, didn't he? How If you've got those slippers, they can never catch you. And some will say, well, just they take you home. No, you just go, you just have to say there's no place like home and you'll be at home. You can say there's no place like the Trocadero. Uh, you'll be at the Trocadero. There's no place like Club Tropicana by the Sea. You'll be in Western Supermare. There's no place like Pizza Express in Woking. You'll be there. There's no place like the Tora Bora Caves in Afghanistan. You'll be there. So I don't understand how this guy got caught. Uh, he's been on the run for a long time. I guess if you're running in shoes like that, you've got to be careful. So that's my joke. That's my joke about that. I've got another joke coming up now. Watch out for this. That was the first one. If you're from Channel Five, keep watching. Uh, Centre Park Resort put up for sale. It's for sale for four point one billion pounds or something like that. Uh, it's around about that. Didn't look it up. Um, and uh, what I'd say is, uh, you know, uh, I'm going to stay there uh, in, in in August. So. Um, uh, that I might buy it and I'll get my money back because I'll be I'll own it and uh, I'll be in profit after three days because it's so expensive to go there. That's what I'm saying. Why do they spell it like I mean I know it's a Dutch company but like you're in England now guys. Like don't centre parks with a er and a c. Get bloody real. It's centre parks and they're not in the centre. They're all kind of dotted around the edge. Longleat. That's not in the centre, is it? The one in Norwich, that's not in the centre. The one in the Lake District, that's not in the centre. Absolutely, you know, maybe they should do uh, Centaur Parks. How about that? We could do a sketch like that. There's, uh, you go there. There's a lot of people who are half man, half horse in a park. It's not even a park, is it? So much as like just a, a, a lot of cabins in a wood. It's not a park. You don't have loads of centre parks. That's my centre parts material whisking through it uh, today. It's going very well. So that's the kind of thing I can do. I can just, you know, a little bit of that was with the centaur parks. Just riff that. I thought about the centre parks joke before. I have to admit that, but um, really worked that up with the writing team. But uh, the centaur parks just came up. I thought, what if it was centaur parks? Then I thought, it's not really a park. And I met that bit was all made up. Uh, this bit, we're back to being scripted again on this bit, but um, the, that bit was all made up, so... Uh... So that's about it for this week. No, only a very long. Show. Ten minutes or eleven minutes already. It's incredible. I don't want to do a very long show. I'm a bit tired. I want to go and spend some time with my wife. So uh, did somebody say centre parting? No, and that's not a unvaginal pubic hair. No, they didn't say there was centre parting. Vaginal pubic hair. No, nobody said that. Let me out my box. I want to come on. All right, you can come on. Hey, it's me, Ali. I'm cheeky knee. Woohoo! Hold on. Oh, um, wait, sorry. I'm blinking at. I was blinking at it then. Which one's the hair? Not that one. 
There, there we go. Hooray! I'm Cheeky Knee. Hello, rat fans. And that's it on it, though. There are course, don't forget that. And no one likes the same trees. Aside, yes, they do. Uh, hello, it's me, Ali. I'm a little drunk. I'm a little drunk. But I'm okay. How's your week been? I've been in a docks, Richard. I've been in a docks. And it's been uh, quite unpleasant. You don't really treat me very well upside down. I was upside down all week. Give the lady, you got to give the little bit of that. Uh, little bit of the tension there, though, you know, look after the. Uh, uh, mm. uh, video phone 3000. Would he do a cameo for my dad's. Would you do a cameo for his 60th. His dad's 60th birthday or her dad's. Their, their dad. Let's just say that. It's easier. Their dad's 60th birthday. He doesn't know Ali, but think he, it'd scare him. No, I wouldn't do that. Fuck off. Video phone 3000. Good. Fuck off your old fucking 60-year-old. What an old man he is. Fuck, fuck him. I suppose you could just uh, show him that uh, for free. Uh, I'm flea-dagging. I'm flea-dagging. Thank you. Sit down, Jim, to remind me. I'm rendering. I'm rendering. I'm cheeky-knee. Um, let's work out these uh, things. There we go. Look. We'll do it. Let's do it. Let's do it proper. I'm winking at it. I'm winking at it. Uh, <laughs> it's creepier now you can do that um so you're not had a good week you had a good week son uh that was nice to call me son thanks dad i see you as my child really i see you as the son i never had you to nice firm being made of tatiana and my wife being right old frigid cow am i right look come, stop this sex we're not we're never going to get any female viewers if the, you carry on with the sexist stuff and we live in the 21st century. I'm a very forward-looking feminist. Um, and I think we should be treated as if they're equal. So I would like everyone to work with that. Good joke, Richard. Thank you. Should we have a look at the news? Yeah, let's see if the link comes up. Then we just fuck off. Oh, we, don't, we don't owe any of these cunts anything. You're in a very feisty mood today. We don't owe you fuck all, you load of freeloading pricks. Some of them pay, some of them subscribe on Amazon Prime that gives us money. Yeah, they don't pay anything, do they? Some of them do, and some of them are badgers and stuff, I expect. Fuck the lot of them. Fuck the lot of them. All right. Um, let's see what I've got in my drawer of fun. Here we go. Well, we know you've uh, sort of turned against the royal family a little bit. Ali in recent weeks, only Charles, King Charles, that fucking freeloader. He's a freeloader as well, isn't he? Uh, Queen Elizabeth, Elizabeth II, I don't remember her. Yeah, I remember her very well. She was a fantastic QE2. Uh, a funeral cost government £162 million. Pounds. Oh, that's fine. The government can pay for that as long as they're not paying for it. I think we pay for it. No, it says the government paid for it. Look, everyone deserves a good send-off. And if you can't send £162 million in the middle of an economic crisis on putting an old woman in, in, in a grave in a cathedral, then what can you send £162 million on? I mean, I, th I suppose you could sp spend it on basic resources, uh, food for people who are struggling, put it towards energy bills. I mean, it wouldn't go far, but it would, it would make a difference for some people, especially if you gave it to one person. Um, you could, you know, bring services back. What I don't really get about, you know, people, what like the Conservatives and this current government, I think they think if they can cut everything back and cut taxes back, it's better. But if you're making everyone pay for everything individually, like health, uh, 
and funerals. You know, this is the government's played this funeral. It's 162 million. Imagine how much it would be if you have to pay, if you had to pay yourself. If the Queen had had to fork out her own money for that, that would have been very pricey. Um, you know, it's obviously going to cost more if people are making profit out of it. So I don't understand why we've cut back on all these services. We should all put our money in. They should tax the rich. Is that you? Well, you know, they should tax me more than they tax me, for sure. <clears throat> and uh, you think you're rich, do you? Well, you know, compared, compared, compared to some people, I'm doing okay. But thank you very much, everyone, uh, for, you know, helping me look after my family and my puppets. I try to give as much back as I can. Not very much. Not very much, but it's as much as, as, much as I can do. Um, so, you know, I don't, I just, if it was 162 million and they chucked in the coronation for free, you know, maybe, but, or if they'd just done the coronation at the, at the funeral, that would have at least saved some money, wouldn't it? They just chucked her in, they go, oh, while we're here, stick this crown on Charles. Stop crying, mate, what's wrong with you? Well, I'm not a fan of the Royal family anymore, which I used to do when Queen Victoria was on the throne. I even Queen Elizabeth II, but now fucking diggied, juggied champon loving charles is on the throne he talks to plants he does talk to plants yeah you've you've just named a load of you know stereotypes about him little things people say i was hoping you'd come up with something more literature i can only come up with incredible rents once in a lifetime not every day it's all fine well you know it is it does seem it does seem weird it does Feel inappropriate that Peter family with loads of money have taken 162 million pounds plus the money for the coronation at this particular time. I mean, this isn't, and I'm not saying anything that anyone isn't thinking, but you know, half the country at least seem quite behind this. Is there any way out, Richard? I don't think there is. I think we're uh, in a, you know, the whole world's fucked, but we're in a country where you know people seem blind to. Just basic truths and, you know, Brexit, which we're going to talk about later. Oh, you're going to talk about Brexit? About what Brexit? Oh, we are going to talk about Brexit, yeah. Um, we'll talk about that later. Oh, I'm really tired. You do seem tired. My throat's hurting. I know. How do you know my throat's hurting? I mean, I just can tell from the way you're talking. Well, when I'm talking as myself. Well, yes, obviously, as you're talking as yourself. Who else will, who else will you be talking as, Richard, you fucking lunatic? I don't know. Let's move, let's move on. We're, we're just being... We're just saying platitudes about the royal family. May she rest in peace. I think if they just made 161 million and then just spent a million pounds, I don't know. They could have just uh, chucked some food out of a helicopter. They could have got their red arrows to come over just dropping food on poor people, couldn't they? The million, spent a million pounds on that. Would have been something. Would have been just a gesture. Let's move on. Um, oh, talking of uh, people treating the poor badly uh, there we go uh, Anne Widdicombe uh, the former Brexit party MEP and conservative um, conservative cabinet member surely was she I don't know uh, claimed there was no given right to low food prices amid rising inflation and they said what if they can't afford cheese sandwiches uh, as a sort of Marie Antoinette thing said don't make cheese sandwiches if you can't afford the ingredients um, which uh yeah, I don't know. What, I mean, you know, what this is quite depressing, isn't it? This is all quite depressing stuff. Do a funny musical song about this. No, I don't think I will. I don't think it's all really worth it. Um, it is, you know, it is, she joins that long list of people. It, it's happened throughout history, hasn't it? People in a privileged position. <coughs> um, 
well, what should you do? Well, if you can't afford, I mean, I don't know, leave the butter out. That would save some money. It's just my tip for poor people. Make a cheese sandwich, just don't put any butter in. Let the cheese, yeah, it'd probably be all right. Um, just eat the cheese and the bread separately. Then you'll save yourself some making time. You know, you're spending time and then you can use that time. Get a job for that one second where you're not putting the cheese inside. Earn some money and then you can afford to to eat the eat the cheese. Um, I mean, I have I would have put Branston pickle in, but I'm guessing that's not on the menu for for this cheese sandwich. You know, if you're in a point where you can't afford cheese sandwiches, you're not spreading a bit of Branston in there, are you? I would say take the Branston out, but I, th I think you're you're at the lowest. The it is hard, Anne Whitcomb. I must admit, it's really hard to give people advice. I don't know, maybe give people a bit more money and and take the money from the rich people and and maybe bring your energy bills down. It's gone very political, hasn't it? It's gone very political this week. I'm feeling very upset about that. Oh, let's do Brexit while we're here. Let's fucking do the lot while we're here. Let's get these out of the way. Because this is what I'm annoyed about. You're renting, aren't you? I am renting. Uh, Nigel Farage, Farage in the garage, has said um, Brexit has failed. Blames the Tories, of course, for the implementation of it. For the, uh, you know, part of the problem, of course, with Brexit, <clears throat> there's a lot of problems, but uh, it, there wasn't a clear explanation of what would happen if we Brexited. Was, do you want a Brexit or not? Now, now everyone go, well, when I said Brexit, I didn't mean that Brexit. I want my Brexit. So maybe we should have a another referendum saying, Bre do you want Brexit or do you want... And no, not that Brexit, the, the Brexit I wanted. Those could be the two choices. And then see what see what people come up with. Um, uh, I, you know, I, I think this often, and I'm sure you do as well, and again, it's not an original thought. You're not going to get any original thoughts tonight. Um, but... Uh, <clears throat> the uh, you know it makes me angry as the years go on that uh, they use that NHS thing on the side of the bus and the people who put that on knew very well that they they weren't going to give them money they, a they knew there wasn't any money to give them b they wouldn't give it to the NHS even if there was but also they knew that they were going to want to dismantle the NHS and if you tell me that it, that advert didn't convince five hundred thousand people who weren't going to vote for who were going to vote remain and decided to change to brexit if you take you really don't think it convinced that many people because that's all it needed to do because if five hundred thousand people they weren't worried about immigrants they weren't worried about sovereignty they just thought oh it'd be nice to get that money and put it into the nhs simple people some would say stupid people but half a million people just had to make that choice based on that and then that changes the whole result and it makes me quite angry that the people who put that on oh we've gone off we disappeared oh no are we still there are we still running i've been taken off the air my computer all went to went to back to its screen can you see me in the chat room did i disappear am i back Let's see what Chris Evans has to say. Am I here? Hello, can you see me? No one's answering. I mean, we're still making the show. I've got a message. It's from Chris Evans. It is, was iffy, but seems okay now. That's from before. <coughs> I'm just going to check, te test with, check with uh, Chris that it's working. Thank you.
Okay, hopefully we're back. Um, the uh, powers that be, they heard what I was saying about the Queen, they heard what I was saying about the government, they heard what I was saying about Brexit. It was a con. You got long conned. I mean, you know it was a con. It was a con, and it, everyone knew it was a con, and yet people still voted for it. I mean, fucking hell. Um, anyway, let's go on to some light hide stuff. I'm, not, I'm feeling a bit shitty, so, you know, and my the internet's going bad. It's all my fault. It is all your thought. Right, here comes the funny news. Um, is it going to be funny? We'll see. Um, uh, oh, come on. Everything's just super slow. Oh, I might have lost. I might have lost my buttons. Um, Matthew Wright has broken his silence on uh, Phil and Holly's background thing that was what that story was it's not going to work without the pictures let's see if I can get anything up oh uh, we've got Chris Evans trying to sort it out uh, you know maybe it's the universe trying to tell us something Ali what's that but um, <clears throat> maybe it's time to close the doors on Twitch of fun no you can't do that I would never do that you can't do it Richard what will become of us, the puppets, if we don't do it? Um, I can't really do the show without my uh, without my news stories. And you can sing a song like we did in the Blitz. Oh, Jerry is coming over the mountains. He's flying in his Luftwaffe planes. Look at that silly fucker. It doesn't know it's shooting down the drains. Oh, look at that cheesy helmet. Cheesy helmet. Yes, he's flying his soccer to the ground. And he's jumping down in his soccer, yeah, in his nesha shitty nitty. His nesha shitty 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 shoes. Oh, look at this. It's all reloading. <clears throat> see the stories very quickly. Jerry Springer dies, age 79. That's from a few weeks ago. Let's try it now. Let's see what happens. It was... Oh, nothing's happening. Well, you know, I think this is how it ends, Richard. Not with a dang... Not with a what? Not with a dang, but with a winter. Um, yeah. I'll tell you what the stories are going to be. And then we'll see if we can talk about them. Um, a guy, oh, this one came up on the uh, internet and the twi Twitter feed, I might be able to find it. In fact, I think it's in the, uh, I think we'll be able to read, I'll read this one to you. This is about a guy, I was left gasping for, this is the sun, two journalists, Paul Sims and Robin Perry worked together on this one. A man says, I was left gasping for breath and nearly choked after swallowing a Big Mac whole for a challenge. Uh, not the whole of a Big Mac, a whole Big Mac. Food fanatic John Dawes bit off more than he could chew after he swallowed a Big Mac whole and nearly choked. I mean, there's a surprise there, isn't there? I mean, what was he expecting? Uh, I don't know what he was thinking. The 43-year-old was left gasping for breath while scoffing the McDonald's burger during his last one-bite meal challenge. Don't eat... I, mean, I, I wouldn't encourage people to eat meals with one bite, but maybe the kind of people who think that's a good idea, that's not a bad thing for them to do, because then, you know, we'll get rid of them. His previous trials have seen him demolish a McDonald's filet of fish, a Greg's caramel custard donut, and a Greg's pan au chocolat, each in one go. But John, known online as Food and the Beast, said the 500 calorie Big Mac was his toughest yet, and was 
excuse me, has warned others not to try it at home. Delivery driver John of Billingham Teesside. Oh, he's from your lot, isn't he? Yeah, he's from my lot. Teesside. Yeah, he's from Middlesbrough. There's nothing else to do in the Middlesbrough Teesside area um, than attempt to kill yourself by choking to death on a Big Mac. Uh, I knew I was in trouble once I swallowed it and I got it down, but then I couldn't breathe. It was stuck in my throat, but thankfully not for very long. That's why I put a note on the video warning people not to try it at home. John was able to down the burger, made with two beef patties, three slices of bread, lettuce, cheese. We know what a Big Mac's made of. I like to train my throat so I can take in more food. Oh, yeah. Is that what you're training it for, John? He's training it to take in a Big Mac. Yeah, Big Mac. Isn't that Big Mac? Yeah, the Big Mac, yeah. He currently holds the world record for eating the most Greg sausage rolls in half an hour. Having scoffed 21. That's not many. We could eat that, couldn't we? I'm going to beat that next week. We're coming back next week with 22 Greg sausage rolls and I'm going to eat them in half an hour. Half an hour? I mean, that must be the only... He must be the only person who's tried. I mean, I thought the story was a man trying to swallow a burger and being surprised he choked. But the story is a man who thinks he can eat a lot of food can only eat 21 sausage rolls in half an hour. I could eat 21 in 15 minutes and I'm going to do it live on without biting any of them in next week's Twitch of Fun if it comes back. Um, so there was that one. I'll tell you what else we had. Um, I mean, this isn't... Oh, this your plants scream. Do you know this? Your plants scream uh, when we forget to water them. No, they don't. <laughs> they do. It's in the... Uh, Science Focus magazine, biologists from Tel Aviv University have found that plants emit sounds comparable in volume to normal human conversation when they're stressed. These sounds are too high-pitched for humans to hear, luckily, that is for those scientists. But it's like, oh, I've disappeared. But it's likely, I think I'm just, just working on stuff. It's like they could be heard by insects and perhaps by other mammals. Yeah, even in a quiet field, there are actually sounds that we don't hear. Wow, so like plants are screaming at us, give me water, give me water. It's a, you know, it's a bit unbelievable when an inanimate object starts talking, Richard. I just find it a bit incredulous. Oh, Johnny, Johnny soldier stands up to the Nazis. Why are you singing the songs from World War Two? I was there. And shoots him with his Ballinger gun. His Ballinger gun. Yeah, I think that's a kind of gun. He's in his Spitfire. Not in his Nessa ship fire. And he's six sees the fuckers coming over the hill. They're always coming over a hill. They're in planes. And the fuckers, they are coming still. But we'll shoot them down and then they'll die in, in the fields. And the plants will scream for victory as it happens. That's weird that I was in the song as well. Okay, so was that? I mean, you know, we could, we could, we could, we could just finish this, can we? Let's see if it's working. Uh, what's that? Don't even know what that one is. Night Arel. What does that mean? Night Arel. Um, Matthew Wright, the, what I like was Matthew Wright breaking his silence on Holly and Phil like everyone. I mean, I've just broken my silence on Holly and Phil because I kept a long silence about them. But as if everyone was waiting for Matthew Wright to break his silence. But, you know, we could do that. Night Arel, don't even know what that is. That's why I need the things to come up. There's one about hidden room, not very interesting. Well, just like, I thought it'd be quite funny if they found you in a hidden room. I'll tell you this story. Um, where's it gone? Oh, hold on, we've gone the wrong bit. That's why. Save stories. W woman's horror after finding a hidden room filled with sinister photos in her house. 
A woman has taken to Reddit to share she discovered uh, the secret room in her basement. And as it wasn't that creepy, it wasn't creepy enough, she had to un uncover what's inside. She explained how she found the room while carrying out renovation work. Saying so she didn't know anything about it beforehand. It was when she started removing old patterning and she broke through to a secret room. I found a hidden room in the basement and things in the ceiling. The only access to a small square in the wall and it was covered with panelling and walled off years ago. She went to explain how a house was built in 1893. She brought up a man with an interest in radio. Uh, the basement was a radio room. The previous owner had a fancy radio and talked to people all over the country, she added. We have a huge radio tower in the backyard. When searching the room and its ceiling, she discovered radio equipment, a vintage chic colonel electric razor, a rigid pin-up poster and creepy film negatives. They're creepy pictures of ladies' butts in underwear. They were hidden in the ceiling. They're all creepy butt pictures. We tossed them. Yeah, I bet your husband tossed them. Uh, she released the pictures were taken without the woman's permission with some shot at a distance through a fence, then hidden in a secret room. Um, but, you know, I've, I think... I was just going to say, I think it would be more scary uh, when I leave this house, maybe, or maybe when I die. I haven't got anything too embarrassing pornography-wise. Luckily, I'm not the kind of person who takes photos of women's butts through a fence. But I do have a lot of creepy puppets and I quite like the idea of hiding you in some crevice up here. And then eventually someone would come to take the panelling out and all you guys fall out. It'd be pretty, pretty amazing, wouldn't it? It would be amazing. Well, you know what, Ali? We've, tried, we've done our best. We've got Chris Evans, not that one, trying his best to sort stuff out. What was the night, Arel? What was that? Let me see if I can find the pictures so, because some of them, I, some of them are will be on here, but a lot of them aren't. Center Parks. Ah, oh, yeah, nightmare. That's what it is. Uh, Audi customer had just started shopping when his worst nightmare happened. Uh, what do you think it was? Did he? Did all his clothes fall off? He was walking through Aldi with no clothes on. It wasn't that. No, it wasn't that. Did a big monster come and attack him and get him and, and hurt him? No, it wasn't that. Uh, did I can't actually I haven't got the new story so I can't tell you what it was it was something uh, quite bad um, and I'm, you know I think he had a stroke or something but again the way it's phrased in the uh, picture I thought uh, could be could lead to some comedy you are very wrong yeah should we bring Henry the Hippo out no I think that just someone saying big wobbling boobies could help no one likes the same truth Richard sit on it Dada. sit on it well it's been a washout Let's go and spend some time with the family. But yeah, look, you should have done that one. Did somebody say stroke? Yeah, did well done to... Um, it was a bit late to Fotheringham. Oldie is a nightmare. That's that's what I should have done. That's better. That's what I should have done. Well, we'll just forget about this one. We'll keep it secret. Those of you who've seen it, I can only apologise to you. Yeah. It can't be the end. We can't end on this one. We've got to end on a good one. Um, and it will never end, Richard. You can't end this. You love it. I do love it, and I love talking to you. And I, you know, you you are my apart from my dog, you're my best friend, and the only person I think who really understands me. I think that's true. Um, so, uh, but I think for today, I'm not feeling well enough to do this. Everything's gone wrong. Chris Evans has fucked the lot, fucked everything up. It's not his fault. It is his fault. Um, it's uh, the 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 BT internet has you know been letting me down a little bit, and I've done reads for you guys. Come on, pull your fingers out. Uh, we'll see you probably next week. An attempt. I think my wife's away next week as well, so that's a double reason to do it. Uh, I'll be. I won't be tired. Yes, you will. I know I will be. Uh, I won't have Henry the hippo in here. 
Richard, I think all you need to make this work, well, you know, if you get on the right, my hand the right way around, that would help. I think I can save the show with my special closing song. I do the closing songs. I'm doing this one. Oh, I like the golden duties. I like them very much. I like the ones that wobble and the ones they let you touch. I like wobbling boobies in the morning, wobbling boobies at night. My favourite wobbling boobies are the ones that are in my sight. <laughs> really? I've got a magic scarf that I don't really care about that. Because all I want to see is a lady's big wobbling blaps. I used to be on the telly, but proper stuff. Don't worry, it'll be fine. See you next week, guys. It'll be it'll be better next week. We'll do it. We'll pull it. We'll pull it all out. The panel. You have been listening to Ali and Herring's Twitch of Fun, starring Ali Sloper, featuring in alphabetical order Brian Watt, Cocky Carrot, Conspiracy Theo, Donkey, Dragon Bone Man, Chris Evans, not that one or that one. Fluffy Rabbit, Gwendolyn Fly, The King of the Universe, The King of the World, Law Fox, Looney Bird, Marmite Lid, Marvin the Monkey, The Other Donkey, Peter Dibdin, Prince Andrew, Richard Herring, Right Bullock, Sally Sloper, Stevie Martin, Sybil, Tamashanta, Terry, Tiny Dick, Victorian Ghost Child, Hoary Horse, and The Writer's Room. With programme associates Andy Hamilton, Mark Thurton, John O'Farrell, Terence Stackham, Guy Jenkin, Bridget Lethley, Ian Pattinson, Jed Parsons, Simon Boulevard, Mark Brissenden, Andy Riley, Kevin Cecil, Clive Coleman, D.A. Barham, Peter Bainham, Julian Dutton, Harry Hill, Al Murray, Ben Moore, Tony Lee, Rich Johnston, Lee Barnett, David Badil, Rob Newman, Graham Sunderland, Kim Morrissey, Barry Pilton, Paddy Murphy, Mark Griffiths, Ivan Shakespeare, Alan Stafford, Barry Atkins, Martin Smith, Will Adams, Colin Bostock-Smith, Peter Hickey, Craig Robbins, John Random, Brendan Martin and Martin Curtis, Bob and Barbara Bolton, Nick R. Thomas, Chris Stratford, Dave Morley, Andrew Whelan, Ben Evans, Bill Zaffa, Chris Evans, Dan Tetzel, John Ken, Stevie Martin, Sadie Evans. Title and graphics by Andy Bobbin. Title music, Kevin McLeod. Jingle music by Mike Cosgrave. Jingle lyrics by the genius of Richard Herring. Jingles performed by Mike Cosgrave and Jake Cosgrave. Ali and Sally made by Thomas Herring. Prince Andrew, Tiny Dick, Cocky Carrot and Right Bollock made by Richard Ison. The producer is Terry. This show is not directed. This is a Sky Potato production for the internet and Twitch TV and YouTube and your podcast, whatever you're listening to. Now go away, you mother farmers.